Hey, 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 what's going on? It's Coach Mark here of the Everyday Fitness with Coach Mark Podcast. And today I have a really special guest. Not only he is one of my best friends, but he's a true fitness expert. Tadeo Arnold is a celebrity fitness trainer and former professional soccer player. And he took his team-based mindset and positive approach to health and ascended to a top trainer at Equinox in Beverly Hills. He is NCSF and NASM and AFFAA certified and fluent in English, Spanish, and Portuguese. Tadeo also competed as a top three finalist on the reality TV show Sweat Inc. with Jillian Michaels and has done over 20 TV appearances in various languages. Also, he is a coach of the number six high school basketball team in the U.S., where he helped earn $3 million in scholarships for, for his athletes. Welcome, Tadeo, and let's hear what he has to say. Hey, 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 Tadeo, welcome to the Everyday Fitness with Coach Mark podcast. How you doing? Good, good. Um, so listeners heard it in an interview and I know you so well, but I want to hear from you. Um, who is Tadeo? Um, yeah, just give us a little bit of a breakdown. Sweet. So uh, what's going on, y'all? I'm Tadeo. Um, I'm an ex-pro Brazilian soccer player. Like Mark said, we've known each other for forever, right? In a good way. That being said, um, I transitioned from uh, playing soccer to coaching and training folks and most people think I'm a soccer coach I'm actually not I'm a basketball coach so that being said I took what I learned in the soccer world I went to fitness I was on the top trainer at Equinox on Rodale Drive then Fifth Avenue in 67 the Columbus in New York then I went on my own I uh, couldn't handle the uh, working for the man so um, and I got recruited <clears throat> into uh, basketball so I became a coach of the number six basketball team in the USA. So soccer is the biggest sport in the world. Basketball is the biggest sport in the USA. So um, it's really cool. Just a new life. I started my life over, at, you know, as a young adult. And that's that's I'm trying to transition now into the NBA. So um, that's that's my goal. My, all my clients, most of them are going to college at D1s. So I'm trying to go to the NBA. Nice. So um, I know it, um, but listeners might not know. You were on TV. Um, you mm. trained uh, professional athletes. You trained celebrities. Um, give us a little bit um, a take about your coaching philosophy. What's one thing that is unique? Mm. About you? Yeah, absolutely. So I appreciate that. So I was on the Today Show several times. I've done Fox, ABC, NBC, across the board. So I don't do politics, right? I just do do do, do fitness on every type of network. Um, my philosophy, why I was able to find success, I feel, on these shows, was that my mindset's positive everything, negative nothing. So I like to turn every situation positive. The only complaint I've ever gotten from a client, right, is I'm not mean enough. Well, that's just not my vibe. Like, so my difference, I'm not going to yell at you. I'm not your dad, right? I'm not your stepdad. I'm I'm a peer. I just want to share with you the, the successes I had so you can succeed and do better than I did. So um, that's kind of the different thing is my mindset. It's a positive one. And that's kind of why, like on TV, they're like, whoa, like because people see me and they think I might be hyper aggressive. I'm kind of loud, but I'm always positive, you know. Um, and I feel like we've known each other for so long and I, yeah. I've known you and I know positive thinking is one of the 
yeah, the assets that you have. And it's, it's so, so uplifting as like once you, you, I'm around you, everything is like sunshine pretty much, you know, and um, mm-hmm. you're from Brazil. Uh, you grew up uh, in the U.S. Um, how did it start for you? How did your fitness career start? What was mm-hmm. like a factor that that made you become a coach? That's a great question. And most people wouldn't know this. So my mother is European, right? So um, she's born in Germany, right? She's a European. So she looks like you. Well, you know, my mo- you've seen my mother. Yeah. That, by the way, uh, my mother takes Mark's courses. Okay. So anyways, that being said, um, my mother is European. I'm Brazilian. Um, what happened was I was an athlete and people thought I was on the trajectory to, to be a mega athlete, right? 1% athletes make over a million bucks, right? I just want to be a pro athlete, but I had a good trajectory. And my mother said to me, she was like, you need to strength train, right? And I'm like, because my mother used to lift weights. And I was like, I play soccer like or football, right? So it was counterintuitive. But anyways, that all being said, my mom at the time used to bench press more than I did. And like right now I could do 225 at my max, I did 315. So I'm a strong dude. But my mom said that and I said, you know what? Let me do a little of that training. And it took my game to the next level. So my game was a strength game. It wasn't a Jenga, which is um Jenga is like the fancy movements. Mine was more like a, a strength positioning game, right? So I was able to, to start training young because of my mom. And then after playing, I was like, well, what differentiates me? I wasn't the 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 best dribble ever or the fanciest dude not at all and didn't need to be so i was like let me take the mindset and the strength training i learned and the conditioning provide that to other people because if they have a modicum of talent they'll get to the next tier and so that's why i got to um i trained at the number one baseball stadium in the world outside the u.s then i trained uh which is in the dominican republic estadio Kiskea. i never played baseball right so, and then I ended up training the number one baseball player in, in the world for a time, you know? Um, so I, I remember us meeting, right? It was in Los Angeles. It was yeah. I believe, in 2011, if I recall it, right? So 10 yeah. years ago, really long time ago. Yeah. And um, at the time, and, and I'm sure right now too, you had your program, Corpasso. Um, yes. Tell us a little bit about what it is and um, how you came up with it and, um, yeah, what, what it is. So uh, the, the, the program is called Cuerpaso, which means amazing, exotic, awesome body, right? So you know what I mean? It's for dudes, right? Like 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 you and I can flex, right? So for dudes, it's this. For women, it's, it's a boom, boom, right? Boom, boom means booty or butt in Portuguese, right? So I came up with this philosophy because everybody, it started with I was hanging out and a lot of women were like, looking at me right it was miss universe there x miss universe right won the beauty pageant and they they started laughing i'm like what's up they're like you got a quarter apostle they're like wow we haven't seen because they're used to seeing dudes who have money just getting fat right that there's usually a correlation success fat so i said wow like i ended up registering the name and then i said well what makes my training different i was like well i mixed soccer what i learned as a child and in brazil right and i had a little latin dance so I came up with this program and I, and I figured out how to fit it into a classroom, into a gym. So I used to do it at Equinox, um, uh, uh, Bay Clubs, um, Crunch Gym. So most of the major uh, gyms except LA Fitness and 24. So I took, I derived what I love, which is shaking my booty, dancing and playing football, which is soccer. And so I gave 
that program, the name Quarter Possum, meaning Amazing Body. And uh, from there, it did it did really well. I got to be on TV and come in top three in the USA by a TRX creator. He's worth 100 mil. Um, Zumba creator worth like half a billion. And then Jillian Michaels worth like 100 mil. They voted at top three program for like the new age after their age, like our age, you know, our age range. So um, that's kind of like what I did and loved. And, and that's the same program, Mark, that I do with the with my collegiate and high school athletes but i add a weight component you know what i mean because obviously it's a little more physical so um what is what does a workout consist of you said there's dance the dance component which i love and there's the the, the soccer or football component and then there's the strength component um give us a little example of what what the exercises are what you what a person oh. Absolutely, I'd love to. So, so we got we we're gonna always. I tell you, I call it a, a vacation, Latin America, right? Don't need a visa, Mark. I don't know if you have a visa. Don't need one. I'll take you to Brazil, Latin America, right? So I put on Latin music, and and every other song is usually a different country in which I lived or trained or played. So, like, we'll we'll start with Brazilian step over. So that means we're stepping over the ball. We're dançando. So like Ronaldinho, we played at the same stadium, different years. So we're stepping over the ball, right? We're moving our hips. You know what I mean? Moving jinga, just dançando. Then, so we're going, that's, that's the calisthenics, that's the uh, movement part, right? The dancing. Then we'll go into some toe taps, which is a traditional soccer warm-up from three years old. Even as an adult, you need to get the, the feeling of the cleats. So I'm going, so we're going dancing, boom, 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 dancing, little soccer movement, quick feet. Then we'll go into the strength, so then we'll do some push-ups on the ball, you know what I mean? And so we're, we're getting the trifecta, right? So I'm hitting you with the strength calisthenics. I'm hitting you with the fast twitch muscle fibers, uh, the quick soccer movements, and then you're getting the dance for your cardio. So you're getting all of the things you derive from a gym, being bored in the gym, uh, you know what I mean, in a sweaty, stinky gym. I make it fun, entertaining, and you can do it at home or in a classroom environment. What I love about it, because I took it before, right, um, in Los Angeles on the beach, uh, which is another right. cool thing. You do it on the beach, not just in a, in a gym sometimes. Mm -hmm. And um, the team building aspect, right? Because, you know, you come from a soccer background, which is played in a team, right? You're, yes. It's a team sport. You want to create that because I believe group classes are just pow as powerful as it builds a team kind of an aspect okay you want to come back to this class you meet people the social aspect the team building aspect is so big um and i think you do it in perfection um tell us a little bit about that man well i appreciate you saying that so cuerpasso is a team-based workout so that right there is a summary of it <clears throat> now let me give you an example right i like to give tangible examples so we've i'm not going to dis dis i'll say we've taken crossfit right i won't make an opinion we'll just say we took it right you and I are ex-pro athletes, right? We have great genetics. We stay in great shape, okay? In comes a person who's a business manager. They may make $100 million, right? So who cares, right? But they're a business person. On In CrossFit and in classes usually, you write down your number on the board. So people can say, Mark and today will bench press 225. In comes a businessman with his Lamborghini, super successful, thinks he knows everything, okay? He's going to try and bench what you and I do. He's going to A, get hurt. He's not going to be able to do it, and he's going to get his feelings hurt. And there's then he's going to be resentful. Well, they're poor. You know what I mean? Like, and it creates strife. Our workout is based on togetherness. It's based on working on our particular strengths in a team environment so that we value 
we're different heights, we're different body types, but we all work together and we win as a unit. So it's, it's counterintuitive to the American way per se, or to traditional things like in cycling classes, people are racing. Why are you racing me, Mark? Like, I, I don't care if you're faster than me at this point, I, I tip my hat, right? So that's what we do differently. Like we do things where we each feel better, like we're tossing each other the ball or passing each other the ball, right? We're both happy if we can do it in unison. Right. And that is a beautiful conception in humans. We evolve that way and we work better in a positive vibe. And they don't like that too much because they want to separate and arguing and putting each other down. But teamwork is the fundamental reason kids are happier and athletes are happier. Absolutely. And I feel like there's such an important factor about team building, about the social aspect. Uh, people want to feel they belong to something. They belong to, not, not just to a group class, they want to belong to something bigger than them, you mm -hmm. know? And I feel like that's what you do so in, in such an amazing way. Um, now coming to basketball, right? Um, mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit how, how you got that job with um, the team and um, how you influence the kids. Because I mean, they're still kids. Um, yeah how you train them, how you incorporate Copasso in, in uh, their environment. And yeah, mm -hmm. I want to a little bit hear about that. So yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll give you a, a little bit of backstory. So <clears throat> I have um, a woman from USC Film School, which is like the top two in the country, wrote a movie, right, that, that we worked on together, right? I'm not a writer, I had an idea. And then I partnered up with two people and we wrote a TV show, okay? So I was like, I'm not trying to be an actor, but I had these ideas that people found interesting, right? So I was, I was going out trying to shop my movie and my TV show. And <clears throat> with that being said, I was re reaching out to entertainment people, right? So they heard about me at an entertainment company and they were like, wow, this is interesting. You got a good story, but you're not known in this. So I, I, I was proposed this, Mark. They said, there's a team that's 12,974, right? bottom of the barrel in the U.S., <clears throat> there's 1% odds if you can get in the top 10, and, and this is between you, and our, our guests, and you, and I'm just going to say it. So I said, you know what? I'll get them the top 10, but I also, if I can do that, then I need my movie and my TV show because I already have a viewership for both, right? My sisters have had over 50 million views. They're my sisters. They'll take care of me. I take care of them, right? So we have, my brother has 80,000 YouTube subscribers, right? So I was like, I'm just not into social media. You and I are like in our, our 30 plus, you know. So that being said, um, I said, I'll take this challenge, Mark. That's how it happened is that I was challenged that if I could do something totally out of my purview, I never shot a layup. You know me. We've lived together around the world. I've never shot a layup. I'm, to be honest, I might look tall, but I'm average height. You know what I mean? So I took this challenge on, right? So that being said, I met the kids, right? Mark, I show up. Everybody's twice my height. Most of most of the people, like one person my height. I got a guy six ten, and I'm double their age. They're fifteen. They got, but some of them have beards, and they're twice my size. So I said, look, if I have any attitude, I'm out. Like I was like, I'm a grown up. I don't deal with negativity, right? I'm not going to argue with you and have an ego contest. So I said, this is how I do things. I said the quarter philosophy. I got them all a soccer ball. They're like, w w what's this? We we're basketball players. I said, I said. If you buy in, I'm going to get you to top 10. I said, we'll be playing against LeBron James's son on national TV. They were like, who is this dude, right? So we started training, and then within two minutes, they're almost passing out. They're like, 
oh, sh- soccer is the truth, Foot- footy ball, right? And they and they bought in, right? <clears throat> so what I did is the gym was from the, the 80s, right? Like a rocky gym, crap gym, rusted. I used, we had one squat rack for 10 dudes. But I said, look, we're going to mostly do outdoor training, the footy ball, the cuerpasso training. And then I'm going to send, go in one at a time. We'll work on the squat rack, come in and out because we got to be really efficient. So by, by, by honing in on the team aspect, right? We respected each other. We had different cultures. We had one guy from Russia, a couple Afro-Latinos from Latin America, uh, black guys from Inglewood, uh, upper class, African-American. So we had the whole gamut, right? It was like, I like that. It was diverse. <clears throat> and they all bought in and we, we, we bonded, right? And we said, you know what? Let's take on the world. So the, t- the, the team aspect, right? Doing something they've never done because a lot of them, everybody coddles and kisses athletes butts, right? You know how that goes, right? They don't have to follow the rules. So I said, look, man, we got to be respectful. We got to have dignity and we got to work hard. And we totally be vibing out. Like I bought in a big speaker. I took it from my sisters, you know, those big speakers. So I took it out of the house and I hooked it up. I said, y'all can play your music every day. I said, but when the music's on, you play your music, you do my workout. I don't want to, don't ask questions. You see what I'm saying? I was like, I was like, to be honest, this is not a question time, right? Like you're asking me questions. I said here, I'm the boss, right? Do what I say here. We'll win on the court. And it totally, Mark, it totally started to translate. Like we kept creeping up, creeping up. And next thing you know, like some games, Shaquille O'Neal's family's there. And then Scottie Pippen's family's there. Like all the people you and I grew up seeing like on TV, Michael Jordan's, all these people were at the games and we're beating them. Right. And so I really got, then I add the cuerpasso, the mental component, right? Cause then it, it, a lot of it's mental, right? There's so many games. It's so competitive. A scholarship, I don't, just so you, you viewers know, to go to division one here in high school, in college, scholarships were $300,000. So to put that into money, it's a new Lamborghini or Ferrari. Nobody, ha- right? It's a lot of money. So we're competing for 1% of people go to the division one $300,000 scholarships. So I said, <clears throat> I said, look, you know, I took off my shirt. I flexed my muscles, right? And I said, I'm going to race y'all every day. And if and me being double your age, if if you can catch up and beat me, I guarantee you, you can beat the rest of America, right? Because I, pr- I pride myself on still being pretty fit. So next thing you know, lo and behold, two or three athletes are beating me. I'm like, wow, like these dudes are good. Like I was like, we can get to a national level. So um, that's kind of like how it went. And I, and I have to say, Mark, it was the best experience ever because – I went into a different culture. I was back in high school, right? Like, you know what I mean? And then the music's a little different now. The clothes are a little different, but good people are good people and people want to win and be positive. And I don't care what the media says. Inherently, all kids start good. It's just the media that corrupts the minds. So these kids were amazing human beings. I never locked my car. I always left my wallet out. I never locked my phone. 100% respect, never a problem. And that, and that's why I say I love all of them. And um, we beat the odds. Over 40% are going Division One, where the odds are 1%. So we, we smashed it. And, um, yeah, I have my trophy and I have my ring. I don't wear diamonds. I'm, but I have a, a state championship uh, ring from the basketball. So you guys won the state championships. Yes. <clears throat> so for California, which is – uh, one of the most competitive states, if not, and we got to number six in the whole USA. Wow! So, congratulations, man. That that's a big accomplishment, especially when when you come from 
12,000 spot or whatever it was yeah. uh, to number six is, yeah. And, and again, it, it shows your coaching philosophy. It shows, your, it, it shows your coaching in general, the quality that you bring into a team. And I believe um, that's the difference, right? And, and I, I do appreciate it. Let me, let me say one thing, right? Because I remember, <clears throat> I, I remember that you and I had looked at um, the MLS and you and I together, it's your connection. I always make that clear. We trained the number two player in the USA for soccer, right? So I'll make sure uh, Mark made the intro. Jermaine Jones. There's very few athletes in the USA who are as good as him, right? Because he's a physical specimen and he understands the game, right? But you and I <clears throat> had trained him, right? You hooked that up. But when we looked at soccer coaching, right? You know, we considered like, hey, look, like we, we were at two of the biggest countries. And this is the amount of respect that they give in the soccer world, people like you and I, zero, right? So that being said, I want to give credit to the basketball world, Mark, for being open to somebody like me. I never played basketball. They said, we'll, we'll, take, we'll take you in. They embraced me, and we went to the top. We're soccer. You and I, all of our accomplishments, why aren't we the MLS head coach? And, and, and so that's why I want to say that the, the basketball world is way more open to winning and diversity than the soccer world, and, and, and that's – something that I wanted to harp on because you should, the world was just you and I would be coaching an MLS team or the national team, honestly. Exactly. Um, and what are you doing right now? Because um, you said you, you ended um, number six. What mm -hmm. is the present right now for you? Where do you want to go to? What's your future goals? Talk mm -hmm. us through. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. I think so. All my clients are off to college, you know, division one, their parents love me. They're great people. I got them to their goals. I'm looking to now transfer to an NBA team. I believe I've earned it. Um, my partner, one of my partner's uh, dads is an NBA all-star, right? So I understand how it works, you know? Um, so that being said, I want, I see myself, I'm envisioning either a top division one university or in the NBA next year. That's where I want to do. I, I've, I've earned it, right? You know? I have my strength and conditioning certifications. I have my college certification, oh, my college degree stuff. <clears throat> but now, and I've worked with athletes who've made over 40 million. So I know how to work with people with money. Like, so that's where I want to be. And I want to take this winning philosophy and whatever team I end up in the NBA probably won't be the champion to be able to get in their head. So not only will I enhance their physical well being, but their mental and spiritual. Like I want us to be on, on a Zen, like positive, like do good for the world, do good for a teammate, and then we'll win. So I want to take this mindset, apply it to the NBA. That's, that's where I see myself and I'm aggressively trying to be. If there's one team that you could coach, what team would it be? 100% <clears throat> would be the Lakers. I'll tell you why. Because I've worked with the family of a, uh, of a Laker uh, all-star, you know, he's older now, right? Like my partner's older. I'm talking about men in their 60s, but I've worked with their families. I want to be at the Lakers because I took a hard defeat and I still harp about it. I lost to LeBron James's son's team, okay. which is Sierra Canyon. Like they were top in the nation for a while and before the shutdown. And I always, LeBron was right there on the sideline, right? And I was looking at him before the game. Like we were like this far apart and I was looking was like, I'm going to beat him. I'm going to beat him. What happened is the cameras came on and my players got nervous. They'd never seen TV cameras because they're used to social media, right? But TV is different. And so, and also his team was great, not to take away. But anyways, I would like to, I got beat by LeBron. 
So I want to win with LeBron. So that's why I was like, it'd be kind of like around like, hey, because I trained some of his son's teammates outside of school. You know what I mean? We went on uh, retreats like AAU tournaments, basketball tournaments, big ones. So I want to be like, hey, you know, I played against you, lost you. Now I win with you. You know, I think that'd be a nice storyline. So that's the Lakers. And plus, I could drive to work. It's right there, you know. <laughs> I heard um, LeBron actually talking about one thing that made him so successful. And um, I don't know if you know about it, but he said sleep is one of my biggest. If, if, you, if you put it in a pill, I would take it any day of the week. Yeah, right? yeah. It's so important. He sleeps nine hours a day, has, has also a nap. Um, mm -hmm. day. Um, what is one thing in your career can be in your professional athlete career or a coaching career, what is one thing, if you could put it in a little pill, mm -hmm. what, would you, what would you take? Well, that, that's a great question. And I do know about LeBron's sleeping thing and, and it's something people, people overlook. <clears throat> I would definitely say the most important thing is the training, the pill that wants you, you have to want to train outside of the game. Yeah. And so everybody's always, most athletes in every sport, right? They want to play the game on Saturday, Sunday, whatever day. I learned the secret is enjoying the training outside of the game. And if I could imbue, if I can instill in people, like, just enjoy this process. And when the game comes, you'll shine. But everybody's thinking about the game, not the moment we're in. So being present in that, those moments, I think would really change people's careers and enhance them and they'd be able to play better and longer. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. Um, there's, and, and you know, it. like we, we lived together, we lived in India together, we lived in Germany together, yeah. we <laughs> pretty much together. Um, yes. uh -huh. it, it's such an interesting career that we've been through the past 10 years since we know each other. Yeah. Uh, What was, let's say, two or three top moments uh, where you can look back? Uh, what are those? That, that, that's such a, a great question. So like, like you said, we, we've been in Europe, uh, Americas, and uh, Asia together. <clears throat> um, I'd say, I'd say uh, top moments were actually the other day seeing two of my players. I don't know if this will show up, but two of my players are representing their entire country. Do you know what FIBA is? It's the basketball. It's the World Cup of basketball, right? It's a precursor to the Olympics. So two of my players, I'm going to try and pull it up, were, um, I'll show you one picture. Uh, this is one of my players. He's bald by choice. He's 18, 19, yeah, you know. And then um, I'll show you another player. Uh, he's he's uh, playing, representing Japan. So one of my, my happiest successes, first I'll say is post that time, is being able to take all this, right? All that we, we experienced, Europe, Asia, Latin America, and seeing that it, that it translated to other people. You know what I mean? So like now I don't think about success for me because we got to live our life, but how does what I did translate to others? Do you know what I mean? So my pride comes from their success. <clears throat> for me, it would definitely be when I was with Jillian Michaels, TRX, and Zumba. I'll tell you why. Uh, When we were in Asia, I have a picture. So everything I say, I have pictures of. So I say crazy source. You and I were working out on TRX. I remember the day because I had on my USC jerseys. <clears throat> and we were doing a TRX workout. You're really good into calisthenics. That's your thing. You really aren't big into the super heavy weights. So you're leading us on a workout. And we're using TRX. You remember? <clears throat> it, was, it was on the squat rack. You had set up the TRX. 
<clears throat> and when I'm on this TV show, Mark, you and I, like, we're talking, but in person, I was talking to the creator of T-Rex. And it was just, like, surreal. Like, I was like, dude, at all the stadiums in the world, they have your equipment. Me and my homie used, Mark used it. And, like, I, I, I told him about pictures so he didn't think I'm just, like, kissing his butt. And to, to be in the room and him mentoring me and him telling me, like, what I do wrong, because I got called out. He was like, dude. You got to be serious sometimes. He's like, you know what I mean? Like you won't be 20s forever. So he's like, you got to like really focus on a long-term plan and how to transition. And, and, but that was such an honor. And then to Jillian Michaels, you know, like <clears throat> I, I auditioned for the biggest loser before, you know what I mean? She made that show and it was because of her, it was famous. So like talking to her <clears throat> and her looking at me like, love you. That's, that's what I remember from TV. She, she definitely was into <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So there you go. So she's, and she, I got to say this with all due respect, Mark, she's a beautiful human being on top of being successful business mogul. She just aesthetically like amazing. Like she really takes care of herself. So it's inspirational, her success, but also seeing somebody, she's not 20, she, she's a grown up, and she still puts the same effort that we do into her physical well-being. So those are moments that I take present day, like for others. And then that was like the crown jewel, like, um, and then the last one was um, when I was training at, at, at Flamengo, which is the number one stadium, in Latin America and number two team in the world, in the whole world, um, as of um, Firmino scored in the 92nd minute oh. and Liverpool won. You remember? I think your coach was the coach, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Mark's coach was the coach that beat my team to be on the planet Earth, the number one team. That was your coach when you were a kid, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, right. But that being said, so like training there and, and just showing that while I'm no Ronaldinho, I can hold my own. And so that was a great honor because as a kid, I was like, man, I got trained there. I, I belong on that pitch because it's so green, the grass. And so those are three moments that I like stand out. Like as a little kid, I had all these dreams and people laughed and were like, he's crazy. And then they all came to be. Exactly. I could listen to you all day. I must say it's, it's always a pleasure um, talking to you, uh, hearing yeah. you and um hearing your positivity always um we're coming to an end and uh, i always want to know where people can find you um just yeah. share share the link well i appreciate that mark thank you for the plug um you can find me online at at cuerpaso c-u-e-r-p-a-s-o so that's cuerpaso my shirt says it so cuerpaso right and then also um i have a program for kids it's called d1 pro training so it's d1protraining.com and that's what I'm working on next. The next phase is kids is more my, I'm the, the, the forte of working with kids, sharing my secrets. Cause it's so different training, as you know, kids and adults, you're with your daughter every day. And so working with kids and adults, you have to have a, a switch in your mind. So, um, that's, uh, just speak a completely separate program. Yeah, you have to speak their language. Uh, kids and uh, yes. they talk a little bit of a different language. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've mastered it. I'm so happy that, that you're doing well. Your family's doing well. I love Oma. I love your grandparents, your parents, your daughter. So, man, much love from Cali. We miss you out here. But honestly, Florida is the place to be. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on today. And um, we'll do it in the, in the future again. Uh, I can't wait. And congrats on this brilliant program. Keep sharing people's stories. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much. 
We hope that you enjoyed this episode of Everyday Fitness with Coach Mark. Hopefully you're feeling fired up and motivated to get going. All it takes is just 30 minutes per day. Get your hands on Coach Mark's incredible free workout challenge or join him live for an online workout every single week by going straight to completethechallenge.com. Super easy to remember, completethechallenge.com. Don't forget, the key to results is consistency. Join us for the next episode of Everyday Fitness with me, Coach Mark, every Monday and Thursday.